0: This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is Noel Tate from Trapped in a World, the Howard the Duck podcast, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 296, and you are with both of your high priests of Konshu, Rebecca and Ray, Rebecca, hello, hello.
1: Hi. I can't believe we're closing in on 300.
0: I know we are. I was thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. I was thinking about it today as to, you know, game show format, all that sort oh. of stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the questions. for sure. Uh, so keep your eyes out uh, shortly loonies in our social media pages for some details for that but welcome everybody we are here again for a moonshine it is a um another issue from jed mckay and alessandra capucho rochelle rosenberg issue 14 so rebecca and i will be covering that cannot wait and it's a special issue as well, Rebecca, Where some consultation, sponsor, yeah. yeah, from, from Lena, um, we're proud to have as a loony as well. Uh, before any of that, of course, uh, a big thank you to all our sponsors and all our petrunies, uh, but a big thanks to our principal sponsors, Odin, Odin Saw, Drew Toombs, Daniel DeWing, Frank the Think Tank, CLZ Comics and Dreamland Comics from, uh, Schoenberg, Illinois. Uh, now, Rebecca, before we get into, of of course, the, the issue, the discussion that we usually have. Yeah, yeah. A bit of white noise. A bit, uh, bit,
1: a, bit of a, an exciting drop. Uh,
0: is this when, true? As I was
1: going to bed last night. <laughs> <time. laughs>
0: is is it true? I, I don't know. I mean, know. who
1: knows? Like, uh, so what happened was uh, an mm-hmm. Egyptian TikTok user saw uh, Mohammed Diab and Oscar Isaac and asked them about Moon Knight Season 2 and... Oscar said, why else would we be in Cairo? Or why would we be in Cairo?
0: That's crazy. So, um, you know, it's... look,
1: they're, they're all known to tease. We've got D23 coming up in September. Um, hopefully we'll know for sure by then. But that was, it sounds positive, right?
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. When I first saw it, and, you know, I think I'll wake up to it as well. It's like, <laughs> you always
1: I... wake up to whatever I've thrown <laughs> <Yeah>. at you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't put on the sound at first, so I was just kind of, you know, just quickly kind of look and okay, what's yeah. this about? Oh, Muhammad yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And then I put the sound on, and and the the girl at the beginning says, you know, you know, what's this talk about? You know, everyone's thinking about Moon Knight yeah. season two. Oh my gosh, I lost it. It was great. <laughs> so, I know.
1: I was kind of like, why is Muhammad did retweeting this TikTok? I was like, I should, I should look, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Take it for what it is, Looney's um, whether it's a hoax or a, a joke or or genuine, but um, it seems to be pointing towards a Moon Knight Season 2. Um, do you think this will be something that will be announced at um, it's D, D, it's well, D23? I think, for, I, yeah, <laughs> I
1: think there's some conflicting theories, which is that D23 is just before the Emmys. So some people think okay. Disney don't want to announce it before the Emmys because they submitted it as a limited series, whereas mm-hmm. other people are like, well, that was just covering the submission process if they decided later to, you know, like there's no reason they shouldn't announce it. And I have to say uh, this TikTok stroke tweet, because I saw it on Twitter, um, uh, certainly suggests that they will announce it at D twenty three if it's going to awesome. happen.
0: Because, awesome. Because, like you
1: know, like I don't, I, you know what, you know what Marvel's like about you know NDAs and and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that, and they were all great before season one about not spoiling anything. So yeah. it seems that like they wouldn't even be giving that glimmer of hope unless there was some news. And it's just like you know, it could cover other things potentially, yeah. like appearing in other things or films. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's no. looking likely that Moon Knight season two. You know, yeah, it looks very. No sleep for us again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you re- are you ready to do it all over again, Rebecca? The goal is to try and get to a, a
1: viewing this time. But yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so that's a very exciting, and we don't have long to wait for for D twenty three. So, yeah. uh, Mario, uh, hello, Mario. Uh, Mario drops in a line, and of course, uh, loony listeners, this is a live stream. So again, just a disclaimer: any uh, references to visual aids that we have. Um, and uh, to live comments, it's, it is because we are live streaming. So, so get your thoughts in if you are catching us now, or if you're listening later. um hope it all makes sense. But Maria says that the user may have been Diaz uh, Diab's uh, daughter or niece, and report, reports vary. I, I assumed it was his daughter. You know, I, guess... I
1: assumed it was a random person who saw them on a boat. Oh, moment. but, but oh. I just I didn't really pay attention. I was just like, oh, it's come from yeah. TikTok, and he's retweeting it. Um, okay. So I didn't, and then but when uh olivia posted on the facebook group and said it was going around egyptian TikTok. uh yeah you know maybe it is i mean it it certainly looks like i I mean it certainly could have been i guess that's why he would answer a question from a relative more honestly than a random person (laughs) also why they were on a boat with him and oscar
0: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i mean i just
1: i was just like they're lucky you know like I, i did i didn't put a lot of thought into it i was literally yeah, absolutely shattered and just finished watching the first episode of Sandman and then just went, I've <laughs> got to get see. I looked through you yeah. scrolling through Twitch and went, what, what? I was like, mm. I not get it uh. to Ray fast enough.
0: Oh my gosh. So very, very exciting news there. That's the only thing. I mean, I think that's kind of ex- it bombed everything else out of the sun. So, uh Looney, you, you've probably seen it, but for those who haven't yet, yeah, it, it is quite an exciting Thing and uh, there will be a, a link in the show notes there. Um, uh, Olivia's
1: posted it to the Facebook group
0: too. So oh, and the Facebook group as well, which I mean, uh, yeah, I was aware as well, Rebecca. But uh, we're slightly elitist in the fact it is a private group. But um, but you can everyone is free to join. Please please yeah. join. Please join the Discord. Um, yes, uh, the power. Hey, hello, Chad. It's been ages. It says I think it was the taxi driver. <laughs> they <That laughs> you, well could, yeah. could, could could have been you. Don't, you don't know. Uh, but yes, yeah, so exciting that news,
1: scoundrel.
0: That that scoundrel exactly, oh, Rebecca. I love it. Speaking <laughs> of which, um, let's dive into our moonshine review. <laughs> So, yeah, we are treated again, Rebecca, to another... Oh, my God, we'll get through it. We'll get to it. Uh, but another I- issue from Jed McKay. He seemed to... He can't do any wrong. Uh, Moon Knight, Volume 9, Issue 14, released the 3rd of August, 2022. Writer Jed McKay, of course. Penciler Alessandra Capuccio returns. We had Federica Sabatini last issue. Uh, colorist Rochelle Rosenberg Oh, <laughs> Ledra <laughs> Corey Pettit and uh, editor Tom Bravoort. Um, and we've got a couple of, uh, let me just throw these up on screen yeah, here. do it, because I, have I
1: haven't seen the variants for a while.
0: Mhm. Well, this is, I've only got this from League of Geeks, so I'm not sure if it is the yeah, full sh- range. Yeah, um, so
1: that's the main one. Mm-hmm.
0: The main one, Stephen Segovia uh, um, art, which is really cool. Very nice, Yeah. And the next one is a Spidey variant. It's by... Euliddarum. Um and Uh, I'm not
1: I'm not super fan of it, but I like the uh just because Spider Man looks emaciated. (laughs) It's very stylish. Like I love the doves and everything, but like uh, Yes it it freaks me out a little bit, but I'm sure the art is very good. It just freaks me out a little bit.
0: It's kinda like that same thing, Rebecca, of um you know, being like a non- involved character on the front cover, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I it's, mean it's just... it,
1: it they they never quite they never grabbed me as much. I know I know some people like if it happens to be another character you like, but I don't think I'd even get like an Iron Man. Okay. Moon, on on moon night, I just if, if unless I really hated the 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 main cover, which um I don't in this case, so
0: Right. Uh, yeah, Mario's made a good uh, call here. That could have been the 1970s TV costume. Um uh, Nick Hammond I think was the guy that dressed up as Spider-Man uh, Look also at you from if, uh... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm right, hopefully. I yeah. hope uh, if true, I'm not then right. I just pull that name. You uh, just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um but also well known from the sound of music, uh, one of the brothers oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there. But yeah, that could could have well been. Let me hang, on, let me just chuck that up slightly again as a...
1: Yeah, but, yeah. But I don't know if I watched a... it in the seventies. So.
0: Yeah, I, I remember seeing. I can't remember how many there were, or there might have just been one. But I did see one, and it was really cool because he got his mind controlled, and he was on top of the Empire State Building. That's all I remember.
1: Well, that kind of looks like where. He, well, I don't know. He could be on top of anything there. I guess. Yeah. Something but with he's
0: got, in. Yeah, he's got like saggy boots, so it could be seventies. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, we all oh, wore no, saggy boots in the seventies. <laughs> 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 Deary me, um, <laughs> any any who, uh, as always for new issues, especially you know very current latest and greatest, it's available on floppy format and also on digital. Um, yeah, now we do have a bare bone. So listeners, again, if you haven't read this, but you don't mind being spoiled, we've got a, a gist of what happens, and then Rebecca and I will will dive into uh, just the key moments, basically what made this issue, uh, and then any odd comments we may have on writing art references, characterizations, that sort of stuff. We'll just bounce around with that. Um, Rebecca? Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: I, I, I feel you calling on me to read that. <laughs> <summary.
0: laughs> Excellent. Uh, let me reduce uh, this background music. Hopefully this works. And uh, Rebecca, if you would be so kind.
1: Let's go. Bare Bones. Mark justifies his actions to take control. And it's discovered that although the identities had found harmony fighting the likes of Sun King, Ernst and society, Mark felt compelled to stay at the forefront after Age of Consume. Crushing the Avengers at the whim of Contu had not put Moon Knight in a good stead with the hero community, so measures were made by Mark to portray Moon Knight in a more conventional light. However, there were other reasons that Stephen and Jake were pushed to the background too. Mark's insecurities surface, his reluctance to tell Reese about his DID for fear of losing her, someone he cares deeply about. Also, Mark mentions how both Stephen and Jake are the more appealing sides of Mark, showing how little Mark values his own worth. Elsewhere in the physical world, Moon Knight battles tutors, assassins, Nemean and Grand Mal, reflecting his inner struggle inside, uh, his internal struggle inside. Whilst the mind of Moon Knight is not in harmony, his body suffers, and it's at the hands of Nemean and Grand that it all becomes too much. Thankfully, just as Mark comes to this realization, uh, the realization that it's always better to work together, and as he finally agrees to work with Stephen and Jake, in the outside world hunters moon and tiger come to new night's aid
0: thank you rebecca uh, that yeah it was it was a really i mean without saying it was a really internal i guess issue uh, It's what we've all yeah. been
1: wanting i mean like we've mm. we've wanted it and uh, instead of doing it in sections amid other things this shone the light on what's happening with the the DID and the altars and why Mark's fronting for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get it all at once and I think, like you said, the action takes very much of a backseat, but um, but it is a direct continuation from issue 13 where you get Nemean and Grandma going off, but to the point where I didn't really like uh, pay as much attention to the fights. So it was more sort of mm-hmm. background dressing. Uh, except, to, except towards the end to go like, are they really going to take Mark out? Like down, not out, never out.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I guess without without saying first impressions, Rebecca, it was uh, uh, you hardly regarded. It It was a good, uh, very enjoyable. I, mission. I,
1: it was a, I think I said on Twitter, impeccable. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Um, it was a massive payoff. Uh, in a way, I thought we would get it, but. Um, mm-hmm. It's just really nice to see it done so well. And, it, and yeah. the way, it, and referring to all the other runs as well, of sort of pulling it together and sort of correcting, I think, a lot of things that we've internally worried about, about uh, mm-hmm. Moon Knight's, um, how it's talked about DID in the past.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's well, kind
1: I... of like a, this is like the real refreshing update of someone who's done the reading and. Mm-hmm spoken to Elena and Douglas and and tried to like get that understanding to make sure they're getting the terminology right but also uh the, the sort of emotion sides of it right, not just the sort of, of sort mm. of and you know and, and you know, even with some of the some of the issues that we thought were good in the past, they'll end up having solicits that talk about multiple personalities,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and it's just nice to see it sort of brought up to date, but in a way that just felt very, um, very easy,
0: you know. Mm. Oh, I mean, you know? it's that's the same sort of effortless kind of style that Jed McKay has. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. He's that's been happening throughout the whole series, and and I mean that in the in the best possible term. It just just seems to come so easily uh, to McKay. And yeah, we can't forget, um, you know, Lena, our, our um, fellow ITK community member, consulting as well. I wonder as well, I, I absolutely love the issue as well, Rebecca. And I wonder during the consultation, cause I'm just gonna dive into straight um, one of the points uh, that I picked up yes, and it interested me was, yeah, when we see the conversation, you know how you know how in the TV show you see Stephen Grant talking to Mark through reflections, or mm-hmm. you see typically them in a in a black room or something just talking. Yeah. We see here that each of the alters are, are in their own environment, but they're still carrying yeah. the conversation. So, um, I, I I wonder if that's something that Lena had consulted with, and, and that's how it is. Because it, it's always kind of fascinated us, I think, of, of how that works in the internal. I think, it, I think it's
1: something that. Um that we've touched on in one of the Understanding the ID episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and we all know instinctively that what they did on the TV show isn't accurate mm-hmm. because it yes. needs to be cinematic. Like, we know yes. that not the altars will look like Oscar Isaac kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that there's a lot more... A lot, most of the conversation will be internal because there's no need to externalise it. Um, so... Uh, but no, I, I really like that. And I saw a lot of... Um, Casual readers or fans who people who haven't been listening to our podcast mm-hmm. uh, talk about the different environments and how perfect. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, so
0: yeah,
1: um, it's nice to see it was picked up immediately, and and I think that's another part where um, the colouring is so. Oh yeah, so clear. Uh, you know, like Jake's Strip Clubbers. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I I, I love how uh, actually it's not McKay. Necessarily actually, strip club. <laughs> no, but I like how, how McKay riffs on that as well, and he he yeah. actually has Jake mention or or Mark. And then, how come all the strippers look like Marlene? You know, yeah, so he actually yeah. integrates that into. Yeah, you know, the, 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 the characterization that is, you know, Mark Spector. So really good. And the colors, I mean, oh my God, that, that's why I kind of sighed heavily when I read out her name, Rochelle Rosenberg, just, yeah, it's,
1: exactly.
0: this, uh, we can Interesting we can't say, enough though, yeah. if
1: you look at the, the Stephen panels, I don't think mm-hmm. we've seen her do colors like that before. They're very restrained.
0: Oh yeah, very, Yeah. Yeah, because
1: like before, it's been lots of blues and oranges and reds and pinks, and and mm-hmm. like for Stephen, you've just, it's almost a white background, like which I would kind white, of is, you know.
0: Yeah, I think suits him kind of you know. It is perfect. Uh, I mean, it's corporate. literally
1: perfect. You've got yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, whatever wherever you think he gets his money from, this is clearly an office building. You know? Yes.
0: Uh, yes. And he is in, he's in the high rise or somewhere. That's his kind of setting. As you mentioned, Rebecca, Jake is in like <laughs> Jake being the, the scoundrel, uh, is in a, like a seedy bar or a seedy club. Um, yeah. it's interesting as well that Mark is, is Mr. Knight in, yeah. I mean, I yeah. think we touched that before as well, but it's, it's pretty well established here that Mr. Knight really is just Mark. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. Look, I, I, I just, uh, I'll kick off with one of the key moments, I guess this whole conversation that he has with Steven and, and Jake and his justification of pushing them to the, mm. to the rear, so to speak. And in the background is because of what has happened in Age of Conchu, like it went totally bonkers, totally crazy there. So Mark has taken it on himself to say that, no, right, look, you know, we're having a, you know, our look is bad yeah. in front of yeah. everyone else. I've got to kind of set us straight. And he's very conscious about what other people And think. I wonder and-
1: if that's because yeah. he as a child he was the one who had to to deal with that. Like, you yeah. know, when, when people were saying, Oh, you've got um imaginary friend or stuff you know, he was very aware of how other people reacted to yes, uh, this condition that he was only just starting to to see uh, and not understand. Yeah. So, uh, yes. um, you know, like, so, uh, that he's had to sort of used to hiding it.
0: hmm And, and, and really having this representative or symbolic of, I guess, what, um, people, uh, within a system maybe yeah. go through as well, feeling that, you know, uh, I have to try and be. Normal. There, there might be this pressure to like, where society says that okay, you have DID, um you have to try and conform to. Yeah. You know what? I start, thought it start. was interesting yeah.
1: that the others then call him out on it, but mm-hmm. also like you know we realize how much we've kind of been deceived reading it, and that's where Jed does it very cleverly. Is that like you mm-hmm. know we've heard him talk to Dr. Sturman about how he's got it under control. And we've just kind of gone, oh yeah, he's got it under control, you know, like or he you know he's uh and and this is kind of that inkling that maybe it's not maybe this is a problem too that that jake and 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 Stephen can see it before we can,
0: mm, yes, and um and Stephen does raise the the point that, yeah, look, they were harmonious. Up until the point, and and they referenced Max Bemis, uh, the the Bemis run, uh, mm-hmm. the likes of Sun King and Ernst and all that, they were working really well together, and, and um, it was only until that age of Conchu that I guess yeah Mark decided to um, to push down, them yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it's I don't know it it it, caught, it was this big thing um, that he felt really I guess ashamed of, um, and, and just wary that, you know, the Avengers, that there are all eyes on him, you know, you know, yeah. he, he even gets, um, insecure when the Punisher kind of calls, he <laughs> calls him, you know, um, yeah. and Punisher for all the people, you know? Uh, so yeah, I, I, thought that was very kind of neat in the way that Jed used, uh, Jason Aaron's Age of Conchu to kind of explain what's yeah. happening with Mark here. Um, and, and off the back of that as well, I guess. One of the, um, you know, major themes in here is that, um, and it's reiterated through Stephen and Jake, is that DRD is not the problem. Like, you Yeah, know, I
1: mean, I think that's like, it's such a critical line. It was in the mm-hmm. preview as well. as like, you know, the state of your life, the problems you have, all the things you've done, has any of that ever stemmed from our condition?
0: No. Well, they, they end up just pointing the finger at Mark, actually. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's actually all you. Yeah, it's, mean, it's, all, you. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. all you. You've
1: lost all the money. You've lost all my friends, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, so, it's. I mean, I think we always wanted that explicitly stated that, um, you know, oh, yeah. I guess his reaction to his condition has caused some of the problems, but that's that's Mark still.
0: yeah true um but i mean i like it it's it's not kind of hammered you know over your head about that point as well but they do just bring it up you know it's no like, i
1: think if a therapist said it it would seem mm. too much but like having it come from you know the the people who know you best mm-hmm. um and and know where you're lying to yourself i guess as well
0: yeah Oh, and, and we should and also, also mark
1: what is your way of what is your own way of making money because clearly, you I don't... know <laughs> I was.
0: I was trying to, where is that? I, I was trying to read into the panel and it was just a close up of his his fingers um, yeah, like digging into in the, the armrest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, what, what, how are you making it? Like, you know, yeah, is like, it the you don't mission, midnight way. mission? You just, or, no, yeah, yeah. No, you,
1: don't, you don't charge anyone. He absolutely yeah. doesn't have his own way of making money except to ask the Avengers. So, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I do kind of, I mean, although Stephen and, and Jake obviously, bring out good points. I do kind of feel sorry for Mark as well, because we have seen him, um, you know, quite low during these this series. We've seen him really the, low. Um, yeah, just having know, a talk with Tigra. And look, you know. just
1: Tim just saying that, I never want to be loved, that's why I always win. I mean, that's kind mm. of stuff he's heard people say, like probably the Zodiac and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, but they're the ones who are saying, like, you, don't, we, you know, you're lying.
0: Yes, yeah, so. exactly. So... Um, so there's a the pressure to, to, to be normal that Mark has as, as well as, um, you, you know, him, well, the others calling him out for all the indiscretions and it's not really the DID as well. And yeah, and I thing with the love, um, I thought that was, you're right, actually that, that could have been a reference to what Zodiac said. I thought it was a reference again to like issue six of the Warren Ellis run. He says something about not wanting to be loved or that's why I don't love. I think it's a theme um, that's come up. Yeah, again
1: and again, but I think like yeah. talks, it, you know, in the I mean, and this is probably just Jed riffing off that, but to make sure it ha- it's more impactful as well. But you know, it's certainly stuff that's come up here with like why he doesn't have his old gang around him and Marlene mm-hmm. and Beatrice, and um, and then Zodiac sort of ramming that home, like you know, and uh, and you know, even Taskmaster to be honest, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, sort of saying, you know, you're a crazy guy,
0: yeah. Exactly. And we do get a lot of, like you're speaking of Dietrich. we do get a lot of uh, Bemis references here. I was quite yeah. happy to to, to see that. We, we did get, uh, uh, it implied that Marlene and Dietrich had uh, left the country, but, you know, to hear her name here, I can't remember if they actually named her before. They probably didn't, but to have her named here was pretty cool um, yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean also again if sticking with how down kind of mark is um he's really his self-esteem is really kind of low as well Uh, and that was kind of typified i think by the fact that um, although he he wants self-control right and he pushes stephen and jake back but he admits as well that he's scared i guess of letting them out a bit more because they would be more loved, or or they're they're more affable than himself. It, it
1: does seem a little bit of that. It's, it is. I mean, it's kind of that sibling thing, isn't it? It's almost mm. like sibling rivalry, um, in that you want to be with them, but you don't want them to do better than you. Don't listen, yeah. to my sisters, to this. Um, and like, and or he's just he's really happy. He's made this new group of friends, or yeah. Companions well, and yeah, yeah. He, and yeah. If if they get to meet Stephen and Mark uh, and Jake, they might not only be put off by him having DID, but also that yeah, you're right. There's the concern that they might like them more.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and and speaking of friends as well, I mean we are also talking about. I mean the whole reason why this kind of almost intervention has come into place is because of the events of. Uh, was it last issue or the issue before mm-hmm. last? No, uh, issue before, issue 12, issue before, Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. where Mark or Moon Knight was about to kill Zodiac in front of Reese. Yeah. So that's when Steven and Jake go, hang on hey, you've crossed the line. We've, we've kind of agreed, you've kind of forced us into this corner and we've agreed to kind of take a back seat, but now you've gone too far. And Mark goes into that as well to discuss the importance of Reese to him. And I, I thought that was really nice, you know? It was really um, nice.
1: And it shows very much why Jed picked Reese as uh, the new sort of companion as such. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's a normal person managing a condition. Yes. I want to be like her. And it's like, mm, yeah, she is, but uh, you know.
0: Well, well the, there was a point that came later where it is like she's kind of managing her condition, but both Stephen and Jake call out the fact that she's not yeah. trying to h- run away from it. She's also not trying
1: her. to hide it. She's very openly. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Which is uh, which is good. I I didn't. I mean, if there's one little quibble, I didn't get that sense of it from Reese. Like she seemed like remember when she saw the blood on on Soldier and she ran yeah. away because she got. I think she felt ashamed, or she, I think she um, was just overwhelmed with this urge to, to have the blood. I think she didn't own it then, but I I wonder if they mean though, like
1: between, but with Mark, like she hasn't hidden what she is from Mark, maybe because he knew immediately because that's how we met her. Oh yeah. But like, you know, she didn't hide it from any of the others either. Like I don't don't think she's hidden it from Tigra. Um, so you're right. Maybe not the world at large, but at least from that, that sort of friendship group.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, Having having said that actually, and just thinking it through, I think it was around that time then that, that Mark has that chat with her mm-hmm. and, and Steven and, and Jake call it out as well. Some of the, um, they quote him basically, uh, let me just find yeah. it It's towards the end. Um, I said, oh, what was it, your words, uh, I take my scars and I make them my weapons. You know, that was that conversation that he had with Reese. I think all the way back in issue one or two yeah. or something. Um. And he was just telling Reese to kind of own what she has and, um, use that, you know, that the pain or what she seems, what she first thought was an affliction to use that against her enemies. Um, yeah. So I, I guess they're feeding that back to Mark and telling him as well, because essentially again, we see in the real world, Nemean and Grand Mal are actually really beating up on Moon Knight. And, yeah. Uh, they call it out that yeah, look, you're only one third of who you can be because you're so kind of conflicted in your head. Yeah, because uh, you're always
1: holding it back, and yeah.
0: Mm, and it shows as well. Uh, so yeah, that le- led into uh, why well, he didn't want to tell Reese. Like they asked him why, why don't you tell her about the D I D? And and I love that reveal of really vulnerability that. Mm um, I, well, I, you know, she needs me, but he admits, oh, I need her as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I think he does, he does need Reese, um, for like reassurance as well. Like as much as she, he helps her, I yeah. think the way that he sees her handle herself and her grow, I think that actually just gives him strength. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that's basically what he was saying, um, to his alters as well. And. At the end this all really culminates i mean we talked about i think it was jake um again a little call out i like how the word uh balloons or the captions or whatever you call it uh, they're colored for each altar you know mm-hmm. so uh, i think stephen's blue jake's red and yep. mark is green um but yeah i uh, it all culminates to the fact that towards the end here um the last few panels, Mark, he kind of stutters and no, I can't, I can't, I can't, and I originally thought that it was like I can't, like I, I, I oh, can't right. take, I can't take yeah. this, I I can't deal with this, um, but then he immediately says I, I was wrong, yeah, and like he can't do this alone, can't do it by himself, and so this kind of really, there is a bit of an uplifting feel towards the end of yeah. it, now because yeah. you see a beautiful splash page of Hunter's mm-hmm. Moon and and Tigra, Tigra, Tigra Greer, um. Uh, that were you know, really great, but not only does he have, um, like a support network outside now, but he comes to the realization that they need to work together, the alters. Yeah. So I- I'm very excited to see where that takes him. Um, maybe a confrontation with Tudor in issue 15, like with a, a more harmonious Moon Knight, yeah. um. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sorry, I, just yeah,
1: looked, I was just looking at the cover for 15. So I turned the extra page. Oh I yes, was like, yes, it's a really cool cover. <laughs>
0: it is a cool cover. I mean, let's. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I'm assuming it looks again Segovia, maybe art. Um, but yeah, we uh, the the cover this next time they're um, both
1: in reflections. Hey, that's very skew yeah. aligned. <laughs>
0: And I like the water. I like how Jake's in the water. I like the
1: water, yeah. That's pretty cool. But but I like the expression on Stephen's face. (laughs) (laughs) Why? why? And he's got the Hawkeye bandage.
0: He does, he does. He's getting a little beaten up there as well. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, uh, Rebecca, other than that, other than those references that we talked about and I think the portrayal of of the environments that the altars are in uh, as well... Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just thought it was a really strong issue. It was a really
1: emotional issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, Like, There's not many times you get to have an extended conversation like that Mm. uh, that's quite so... I just, I really love how it was written, so the fighting is all in the background and kind of, not irrelevant, but so you're not You're not distracted from this conversation at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a good way. I mean, we're talking about it, how it ties in to the previous issues. Like this, it's made relevant because we're still looking at the current situation. We're still Mm -hmm. looking at the assassins coming after Moon Knight, uh, but it's just happening in the background or, you know, while this is happening in his head. Um, and yeah, no, I, I think it's a good way to, to do it. Um. Yeah, the action was good. There were a couple of things I saw. Jed commented on on how much he loved Capuccio's art in some of them. There's one where the man he does like a back twist kick up (laughs) to Mark, and I think Jed uh, mentioned that he always. Yeah, I think he always feels like he's got a sore jaw uh, every time he looks at it. Um, It's really cool. Some of the moves are really great. Um, You get the sense of movement here. Mark just kicks him. You just see kind of the movement of his, his foot. But the attention to detail, the man grabs his cape and then kind of pushes himself himself upwards and kicks Moon Knight up, I think it was really cool. I thought, um, well, this is the first time we've seen the villains in action, Rebecca. Um, albeit they're kind of almost incidental because of the background thing. I did like the man. I thought Grandma was a little bit of a, um, I didn't get a, uh, I
1: didn't get massive sense of either of them. It was it was no, it was all no. I needed. for this. Yes,
0: yeah. I, I got a bit of a saber tooth vibe from Nami well, <laughs> and I think the,
1: we did the last time. Yeah, anyway. Oh, we but, did. Yeah. The, okay, I can't yeah, yeah, because it kind of looks that way. So
0: yeah, yeah, and and Grand Mal. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm assuming we don't see much of them. They're probably in the the same vein as Hawley uh, and those other kind of characters that maybe uh, Jed has. Uh, has yeah, it'd be interesting along the to way.
1: see what 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 goes next. Mm. But you know, I I I don't really mind if I don't see them much again. They're fine. They're oh yeah, me generic too. Generic baddies.
0: Well, I had a little look at issue thirteen again just to kind of uh-huh. get reacquainted. I'm just intrigued by this tutor guy. He just yeah so... yeah. He,
1: I mean, he's the interesting one, isn't he? And you know, not his not his flunkies.
0: Yeah, I mean, but funnily, ironically, he's just so aesthetically he's so bland you yeah know? Um, to be so... fair
1: zodiac was a little bit i don't don't have a go at me i know he had the hood but he was like
0: <laughs> yeah, super oh, yeah interesting, I you know what i mean yeah true 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 uh yeah so this is this is great uh i don't know rebecca do you want to give this a a, a score
1: yeah i scored it a t- highly I I yeah. amended my score a little, but uh, ah, I gave it so 9. I see. Nine point <laughs> five. Nine point five. I'm, I'm allowing uh, for a little bit for. I I gave it ten originally, and I downgraded yeah. it to nine point five on the second reading. I I can't tell you why. I just <laughs> wanted to allow a bit of extra. Yeah.
0: Of extra no. No. Growth. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Look, similar to 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 yourself, I gave a nine out of ten, so that's a full moon. Yours is basically a full moon as well, Rebecca. Yeah. Heading basically a big
1: big fuck off
0: moon. Big fuck, heading towards that, the big big fuck off moon. But I mean, I I had to just give it a little bit off. I mean, I love the, the, the talk and the chat and I understand the action and how it's utilized here as well. Yeah. Um, it makes sense, but I just felt, I don't know, I felt a little, uh, wanting a bit more, a bit more, um substance with with um the assassins and, and the fighting i, I understand their okay. role. Right. yeah I get it's that. just yeah i mean th- they're there to fight we might even see them a bit more later it literally um, on
1: the flip side i almost would have been fine with them just sitting down and chatting and not having the background stuff but well, it, it definitely actually, added uh yeah. interest like visual interest like yeah, it, gave, true. it gave rochelle chance to like Blow off some colours that are amazing, and well, the art well, is amazing. True. I mean, I'm never going to quit. Never going to oh, be no. too critical of getting extra art, but you know. No.
0: Nah, I want to listen again to our uh, review of issue one where we, we were lukewarm about the art yeah, because I, now I really it's, don't. It's it crazy, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I agree with you. Like, look, because I could have easily just read this without the fight scenes in there at all, and I just almost felt as if, um, you either go all the way or you go nothing. You know what I mean? But again, I, I I'm do. saying. I
1: also did really like that yeah. there was that kind of visual change. So you could yeah. like, yeah, um, you weren't always in one place with it. So, yeah, tr- Exactly. I, I yeah. I mean, I, I it's a gut feeling, isn't it? Sometimes yeah, exactly. is exactly. very exactly. sort of just how you feel well, at the time.
0: I, I've only, I've only taken off the one mark. Like it's not like, yeah, exactly. it's not like it's like a two. Exactly. You've not so, slammed it, you know? <laughs> no, absolutely. So it, it's just those things, just really trying to find uh some points um from an already really high standard i think comic um yeah. so yeah Looney's. uh this is you know really a um a great thing uh, i think i've missed a couple of uh comments here Sorry, that was oh. Aussie. Yeah, it's I had
1: a plate on my desk, and Aussie just the door went, and Aussie just sorry.
0: <laughs> um, sorry, Mario, just catching up here because I, I went full screen when we were looking at the comics. High stakes bingo with Soldier's Mum. I uh, guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see Soldier's Mum again. I think, you know, I want to see her reaction to Soldier's new look, so to speak. Yeah, that but, would be cool.
1: Well, um, I, I don't know if we ever will see that, but that would be
0: cool. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking about Black Spectre. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Sorry. I've, I've lost it now when that was, that comment was made. Uh, Mario, apologies. Uh, I think that's part of the sequence with the janitor in... I think that's ah. the
1: bit that was, that where they were quoting his words.
0: Ah, uh, right. Right, right, right. Okay. So issue two. Yeah. Still very, um, yeah, still, still in that early phase. Yes. Issue two where he has that talk with Reese. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's issue two. So no, no. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so Rebecca, yeah, we do have, uh, feedback. let me just put that off. Let me turn that off. We do have not just feedback, Rebecca, we have quotation marks. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Thank you listeners for, uh, for dropping your line in. And again, look, a big shout out to Lena. And Doug as well. Lena uh, voiced how they're um, very sad that they weren't able to make it. It's just too early. Sorry, uh, yeah. it's just you can blame.
1: It has, has to fit in yeah. with my work, so that's what. You oh, can, that's that. No, but it's true. It has to fit in with my work because otherwise, it's usually the middle of the night for me, and better for Americans. But um, oh yeah, well if we bl- record can... midweek? It we're, we're stuck around fitting it in just, around my work. So
0: you can just blame the countries, Australia, and yeah. you can blame the blame... United. Not... Yeah, exactly. Sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> but i'm hoping that you enjoy this discussion just as much as we've enjoyed uh you know your your consultation and um involvement in issue 14 but rebecca we do have a couple here uh yeah. would you like to do you want to yeah. kick off or do you yeah. want to do yeah. Lena's one I'm, I'm uh, right. i don't mind okay yeah. do you
1: have a preference I'll no off.
0: no no I'll take
1: Mario's. So Mario, mm-hmm. wow. I mean, really, just wow. It's common wisdom in Moon Knight fandom that the Bemis run is one of the, if not the, worst arcs in the character's history. <laughs> but Jed not only referenced it in this issue, but also recontextualized it with a minimum of hand-waving. For the first time this run, we meet all of Moon Knight, not just Mark. And their exchanges make for some fantastic writing. Some of it has been mentioned in various interviews, including on the ITK podcast itself. But seeing it all laid out like this really makes this issue... Manifest on the character. It's not just talking heads, of course. We also get to see Mooney fighting Life Elder and <laughs> <Mineta>. <laughs> Trademark Moon Knight Corps. Uh, at first, I was under the impression it was a silent flashback, but when Jed dropped the line, Why are you losing the fight? it all snapped into focus and my jaw dropped. The entire issue is amazing, and other than some minor confusion about the ending, which cleared up on a reread, practically flawless. 10 out of 10, easy. P.S. special kudos to the laner system for their consultation definitely made this
0: better. Oh, thank you so much, Mario, and absolutely enjoy uh, your live comments and you joining us uh, on the show as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, highly regarded, Rebecca, similar to ourselves for this issue, a big 10 out of 10, a big fuck off moon. Um, Now we... <laughs> I rarely get to swear, Rebecca, so I know, I know the, me the, too. The... It's, just, like, <laughs> nice. it's It's liberating. Like, <laughs> also, no, because some of my
1: podcasts it's so like, don't swear, and I've tried really hard. And it's like, okay, it's there and uh, well, the think, well, Thanks, Connor. <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> well we'll probably be, you know, not played elsewhere, but it doesn't matter. Um here is from uh, Lena and they write in, It's finally here. I've been waiting a long time to get to discuss this issue with all of you loonies. Apparently Jed learned well from the materials that we gave him about DID, both resources from the internet and stories from our own experiences. Because when he sent us this script... Uh, there wasn't really anything that I felt I needed to correct. So, wow, good stuff. Um, yeah. but both Doug and I gave him some feedback about how this script really resonated with us. Uh, from the fear of losing our friends if we tell them about our DRD to the mistaken assumption that things will be more stable if we can keep the others from coming out, which actually causes more instability, to the temptation to blame things on our DRD that really come down to bad choices that we have made. There were so many things about the script for this issue that felt true to the experience of living with DID. Hopefully this issue will begin to help others to understand DID better. I'm sure that a lot of people misunderstood the teaser about a war on two fronts and thought that Jake and Steven were going to cause more chaos for Mark. But instead they are confronting him uh, for not letting them help enough. As usual, Jed is a master at subverting expectations and in this case subverting stigma as well. Uh, This should come as no surprise to anyone, but I'm going to give this one a blue moon, Lena, well. Talking about 10 out of 10, talking about 12 out of 10, 100 out of 10, the blue moon comes out. That is uh, beyond 10. So thank you so much, Lena, and thank you so much. That's that's really great. I mean, I hadn't read your feedback until then. Um, Really eye-opening that those components of the story were ones that really resonated with Lena.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think they resonated with many of us, but it's even more Mm -hmm. perfect for them to, like, for that to be that. I, I think that's the important thing is like, you know, like they can resonate on different levels with everyone, but it's important that it stays true to the DID mm-hmm. um, in terms of exactly what Lena says for how, how we all think about DID and people with DID that we might meet, but it's not. And, and that's the thing is like, you know, we can all relate to it in different ways and it shows that we're all still people and you yeah, know, you shouldn't let things like DID get in the way
0: Yeah, exactly. uh,
1: of, you know, Whatever. I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, to, I just thought uh, I'd let you round it out. I'd a, a lunchtime ramble. Right? <laughs> uh, the next feedback is from Noel. Uh, and he says, maybe my favorite issue from the run so far. I really love having the conversation between the alters take place over Moon Knight's nightly episode. Jed seemed to do his homework on DID with the help from our friend. Thank you so much, Doug and Lena. Lena, why? And now I'm doing Tigra Tiger with Lena. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Uh, so nice to finally hear them say they're not crazy and not sick. They're just a team and Mark needs all aspects of himself to fight the good fight. I love Mark trying to compare himself to his new friends, but Jake and Stephen reminding him that they're always there and he's never alone. Mm. I had to go back and read the issue twice, once for the dialogue and once for the action. I was so enthralled with the conversation, I pretty much ignored the fight the first time through and had to go back and just read the fight as a story on its own the second time. Beautiful work from all the artists. This gets a big 9.5 from me, a big yellow duck.
0: (laughs) No surprises, Noel. Uh, Big yellow duck, quack, quack. Uh, But, you know, it's a great, uh, yeah, great summary. I guess of your thoughts there, Noel, and and it echoes uh, with all of ours as well. I'm very grateful for uh, for Lena's involvement there. Uh, just the final two, Rebecca, do you want, should I just take two, both of them? One of them's really yeah, short. Yeah, yeah, one of them's really um, short. It's
1: about the cover only.
0: Yeah, so first time, um, I think, comment that I'm aware of, Ayrton Lara writes in, hello, Ayrton, uh, and he says, cover, colorist fucked up. That's the black suit. Yeah. I, I mean, um, it is,
1: but, you know, hey. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I missed that. What? What is it? If you
1: look, if you go back to the cover, it the yes. design looks like the black suit, but it's coloured in white. Like I don't oh. I don't know that it matters. I mean, there's a lot of different suits, but it looks like that's got that the shit, the chest shield, that sort of that the black suit. Oh,
0: is. I see. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well done. Well, it could be a yeah, true. I was about to say I it mean, could be a spectre, we but we haven't yeah.
1: seen him in the black suit this run, so it may. I, I maybe they just said keep him in a white suit, but it yeah. does. I can see why there would be a confusion about that particular moonlight suit.
0: Ah, right. No, no. Thank you so much, Ed. And you confused me just because I was assuming I was thinking about the Mister Knight suit. But thank oh, you. okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was thinking. Like, was, is, is there a black suit that I'm unaware I was, of? But, yeah.
1: Were you not going like, wait, why is Stephen not in a black suit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. These questions well, in my head, um, and. And finally from Jonathan thank you so much, Ed and and, and finally Jonathan Sapsid uh, one of the valued patronies, thank you, Jonathan. Uh, he writes in as well. Jonathan's actually I don't know if you've seen Rebecca, he he picked up um, some of Kapuchi Oh no, Capuch- Hickman, uh, not Capucci Hickman not Hip Hickman's, um gosh, what is it? Uh, mind Blank. The guy that did the artwork with Hickman in Black, White and Blood. Oh, okay. And okay, yeah, I
1: don't Bacello, know. Bacallo, yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. Bacello, Chris
0: Oh nice. He, I think he got a page from that, you know wow. when um, yeah. future, future Mooney and Little Girl were walking in profile and there was just an expansive oh, space. Oh yeah, it's a lovely yeah, he got that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, anyway, Jonathan writes in, a great issue that shows an original take on the altars. It references Bemis as Maria says, but it also undo, uh, undoes all the therapeutic work from the Lemire run, where Mark said goodbye to the altars and Conchu. Conchi was back in 11, and now here are the altars. It's an inf- it's an affirming message on DRD in a way, and the fact that it's all going on during the fight is a clever touch. The first page is a nice return from Capuccio, and the colors are really great on that page, and also showing the contrasting alters in their panels. Yes, um, I think, as Rebecca pointed out as well, the colors very well used there. Um, yeah, but, yeah, Rebecca, I don't know. Did you get the sense of that? Um, I, I didn't... I lazily didn't bother to try and figure out how that worked in with Lemire. Um, I, and I didn't.
1: Either. Well, I I. I thought run, they. I thought they combined the at the run, end. The, the Lemire run seems like it ends in... yeah. I, it's been a while since I've read it. Um, yeah, I thought they just. I don't. Know. I thought. I
0: thought. I thought it was more of an affirming thing left, that they were working I think together it's left as well, but
1: kind of uncertain. Yeah.
0: yeah. Because
1: yeah. I. I don't know. If, I don't know what the, the message is if they go away. Mm. Or combine I think That they just come to some sort of
0: I think they t- I don't you know, know And
1: then you get into the Bemis run I think the Lemir yeah. run is kind of a story on its own It doesn't necessarily lend itself well to continuity mm-hmm. Like yep. from where yeah. it ends From where it ends Not from where from what happens and it does But yep. where it ends I think Because I think before Bemis got the run We were talking about how hard it would be to follow that Yes, and there's like There's no real hook to go back in with um, yeah.
0: Well, as Jonathan says, Conchu is taken out at the end of yeah, um, yeah. at the end of the Lamir run. So, yeah. but we get him in the Bemis run. So, yeah.
1: um, bad. It's, it's comic book logic.
0: Yeah, exactly. But no, but Jonathan, great comments. Thank you yeah. so much as well. Uh, and of course, I mean, we can talk it till the cows come home about the colors and the art. It's just oh, phenomenal stuff. Um, I, I took <laughs> this is how sad I am, Rebecca. I was uh, reading it on my iPad and I I took a a, a screenshot of that first page. <laughs> just said I'm going to put that in the back pocket. I'm going to use that <laughs> because that's because <laughs> so nice. Um, yeah, it, it's just it's just really good. So. Uh, let me, let me just, uh, let me just show those who may be looking, um, yeah, that one. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yes. So, uh, yeah, anyway, that pretty much wraps up our review, uh, for this. If you haven't, please, loonies, go out and get it. Sorry for spoiling it all. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but please do pick yourself up a copy. Uh, Rebecca, uh, anything, I don't know, anything you, you want to shout out any upcoming Episodes from your other podcasts? No. no,
1: probably probably a DCAU one, but we, we did some bad films recently.
0: <laughs> no uh, i'm not in a
1: good mood with dc uh movies right now so
0: oh no nah, that's fair enough um no worries well as always you can always catch rebecca on dcau and uh sons of the dragon the immortal iron Fist podcast uh, those links are in the show notes as well and they're part of the collective uh, so you can easily catch them from that link there uh, next phase we'll be looking at we'll be having an isla ra i Ra sessions nice.
1: i hear it's a good one
0: yeah, so invited Drew Toombs, uh, one of the top tier Patrunis Over we 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 did it in the Midnight Mission. Now Rebecca, so the first Isle of Ra set in the Midnight Mission. Nice. So we get to we get to meet Reese, we get to meet Soldier. It was a lot of fun. We get to go through Drew's Isle of Ra books, which um, are very, very cool. Nice. And and I have uh, chatted briefly with you, Rebecca, as well. Um, the week after that. So 2.98, mm-hmm. $2. uh, loonies, we might have a special treat for you. Rebecca and I managed to have a chat with a couple of creators, uh, so we might release that, very cool uh, yeah. yeah, very fun chats, almost almost didn't happen both of them <laughs> T- <laughs> the story behind the chat yeah. <laughs> is almost as fun as the story of the chat <laughs> yes but um, so keep an eye out for that we did mention it before but I'll let you stew on that loonies as to who we're talking about uh, <laughs> kind of leave you hanging as always a big thank you to our patronies. go check out patreon.com slash itkmoonnight for um, for the details there and, and see if, you, if you're if you keen to become a patroni yourself you, you can have some exclusive bonus content i'm going to be releasing a bonus episode for august uh yeah this month Uh, i'll be chatting uh predator and prey um, oh why not? Um, just yeah, because the movies come out and they've got a new yep. comic book series, so it's kind of similar to Moon Knight. There's a lot of material all of a sudden, so uh, we'll be checking that out. But a big thanks, of course, to Odin, Daniel, Drew, Frank, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, Anthony, Russell, Michael, Mario, Matthew, and Jonathan. Thank you so much for all your support. As mentioned, uh, yes, we we can't um we can't do this without you. We can't do this fantastic, <laughs> fantastically kind of formatted show without you. Um, a big thanks to Odin Odin Sword. Uh, check him out on Drinking Marvel Podcast. Uh, also, Frank, the think tank. Uh, he's on Instagram, Moon Knight Visions. Daniel Dewing's fantastic Fringe Night is up, up to Issue 6, I think. Uh, original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Uh, there's more info on him at cons as well. Go check it out. Uh, support him on patreon.com slash night 27 Drew Tombs, uh, master of the turntables uh, check him out on sound soundcloud.com slash tombs as well as lurk music with the ck.bandcamp.com. Uh, and finally Dreamland Comics uh use the code Moon to get twenty percent twenty percent off their stuff online and CLZ Comics Collectibles Think about getting your comic book database in order. It's for, for a for a, a a small penny no, you can no. you can do that. <laughs> no, I can't do that. <laughs> Everyone else should do it to shame yeah. me for the fact that I got Nobody mentioned Look, that I'm a trained librarian you... and I have the messiest. <laughs> like comic collection I was, of anyone I know. I was about to say, if you have a system of your own, Rebecca, that's fine. That's cool. My system um, is
1: called Shuff on Shelf. Keep away from <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, and finally, Rebecca and, and myself, and there are plenty of others uh, as part of the collective. Fantastic shows out there. Go check them all out. Uh, Gamma Charge, the Hulk podcast. Uh, we've also got um, DCAU, of course, the DCA, DC Animated Universe podcast and i'll chuck in trapped in a world the howard the duck podcast um all fun shows finally email us at feedback at com. we don't get many emails It'd be cool to get an email um so check feedback at com. we've got a website facebook twitter instagram youtube discord get vocal and pod chaser and finally if you'd like to review us please do it'll be a lot of fun uh even bad reviews we welcome them we'd like to improve um Let us know, let us know. But yeah, Yeah. thank you, Rebecca. Uh, awesome stuff. Um, I've heard you've got plenty of work to do, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't think about it. Uh, oh, hang on. Let me just, what did I, I didn't do this properly. Uh, a big thank you. There we go to, uh, to everyone. And I (laughs) still have the quotation mark going. Big thank you to all our, there they go. There are all our Patreon members. got it. Got it there. And, uh. And that's all I said. See, I didn't even have to say it all, Rebecca. It was all there. I had it. It was
1: all there. And you said it anyway.
0: <sighs> okay, I'll do it next time. I'll make sure to just flash those up. Anyway, everybody, have a great one. Thank you as always. May you watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Hi, I'm Pax. And I'm Abigail. Welcome to Ghost Spider Groupies, a podcast dedicated to Gwen Stacy of Earth 65, also known as Spider Gwen and Ghost Spider, where we review her comics, discuss news, and give our opinions about all things Gwen 65. Right now, we are reading through Gwen's main solo series. Each week, we break down a new arc and discuss our and the listener's thoughts. Tune into each episode and come on this journey through the character's history with us, available wherever you listen to your podcasts.